And... 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What is up, everybody? It is 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Friday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to bring a real Irishman onto the show maybe at the next hour. Um... After the after a nice long Irish song, <laughs> I don't know if it's Irish, uh, St. Patrick's Day song, uh, but it's Women's History Month, and we cherish. Do you cherish the trans women, <laughs> trans kids, ladies? Well, what a mess. Hi, I was once a trans youth, and now I'm a happy 22 year old trans adult student at New College of Florida. I this believe is you. my health care, ma'am. Okay. Don't tread on it. Senator oh. Yarbrough has militarized the Florida GOP into the genital Gestapo. Ron DeSantis wants trans people dead. You are committing genocide. I grew up in Germany in the aftermath of Nazis, and what you people are doing is no different. This is transphobic, it is cruel, and you really should be ashamed. What I you are doing her. by signing this bill is an act of war. The way it is as it is now, my people act will die. And that blood, if you support this bill, will be on your hands. I like I'm 12 years old, I'm not buying it. If you pass this bill, many of us will die. I deserve to live as long as all of you. We are humans too. When I was two, yes, I wanted are. to kill myself. By the time I was 15, I attempted to slice my own breasts off. Girl, I went girl. to the ER because I was bleeding out. Ugh. I'd also like to implore you all to remember that less than a week ago, gun, laws were, uh, gun law restrictions were loosened. Nice. And anyone good. who thinks it's a good idea to come and take my child, I dare you. Every time <laughs> that I look at, at you guys in this committee, I realize more and more that you guys want to commit trans genocide and that our blood is on your hands. I am the parent of a transgender child who is almost eight years old, and we are at the beginning of our journey. I almost and censored her. what you're doing is taking away life-saving potential opportunity for me. And my family. Every 45 seconds, a trans person makes an attempt on their life, meaning that one happened every two speakers that you saw this, this very moment. Ten years rough. ago, that was me. And one year ago, that was one of my siblings. And tomorrow, it will be the children of people in this room. Your vote on this bill determines if that 45 seconds becomes 30. I don't know what that part meant. But anyway, guys, sorry for that. I'm not sorry, but forgive Hake for that. For that atrocity, transgenocide. I disavow all tra- genocides, even though genocide's a political word. Well, guys, we're going to be covering Trump on our greatest enemy. It is not Russia. It is ourselves. And three years ago was the commie shutdowns and overreaction to the China virus, which Trump was not in support of by and large. But the rhinos and the uh, unchristian people, non-Christians and unchristians, want to blame Trump for it. And some of you guys are Christians and you do also want to blame Trump for it. <laughs> and vax deaths are fake news, guys. But mothers are dying more. Maternal deaths. And as I s- told the people before the stream started, it is also St. Patrick's Day. JLP's new producer is Irish. Not white. No, he's he's 
mostly white and one-third Irish is what I understand. And uh, he will be joining the Hake Report, maybe perhaps right after the uh, long St. Patrick's Day song after the um, break the next hour. All that and your calls if you would like to call in. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! Enjoying the Mexican original version, Mexican American, totally Americanized of Mexican descent, original version of this, this theme song. The one I played during Monday through Thursday is by an Irish male. <laughs> Irishman. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la la la. How you guys doing? I am fine. Are, do the Irish love the, the beautiful rebel flag? Is this, is this close enough to Irish? <laughs> what a miss. Do not kiss me. I'm not Irish. I'm not that Irish anymore. Um, I am wearing a nice t-shirt, not t-shirt, non-t-shirt today. It is a, I call it a button-up t-shirt. Some of you guys call it a button-down T-shirt. Perhaps I'm wrong, or maybe the, we're both right. Correct. I think I button it up, but maybe I button it down. Button downs are thicker, says Nick. I was wondering if button-up shirts are the like polo shirts that you have to button just the top parts, <laughs> like for winter. It could be wrong, says Nick. Uh, anyway, Irish power. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> says off air and see. I disavow. Um, and it does have green in it. It also has red in it, which maybe makes it look brown. It's plaid. Is it plaid? Is that Scottish? I'm more Scottish than I am Irish. Anyway, um, how you guys doing? I'm doing fine. These freaks need to be locked in a padded room, says Uncle Ted's uh, cabin. And spoiler alert, quoted somebody else in the chat, Slays Daily, says every single one of them needs to be checked into a mental hospital, referring to those people, people whom I, they're humans, whom I played at the beginning of the show, overreaction to like a Florida law, I guess, or something. Public comment from the trans kids. What a mess. It's ridiculous. That was, let me just explain that for you guys. You are committing genocide, says transgender people, responding to a Florida bill supported by Ron DeSantis that would ban minors from receiving gender-affirming surgery, so-called. Amber, Amber Joe Cooper tweeted out the video, Speakers are outraged over a bill that bans minors from receiving sex reassignment procedures, restrict medications, and change custody law. One speaker said DeSantis wants trans people dead. And State Senator Clay Yarborough has militarized the Florida GOP into a, the genital Gestapo. <laughs> Yikes. 
I don't even know what that means. It's crazy. Let's clean our palate with our greatest president, shall we? Donald J. Trump. According to accountable GOP, sides with Russia in this conflict between Russia and Ukraine. The greatest threat to Western civilization today is not Russia. It is probably more than anything else ourselves. Sounds accurate to me, Mr. Our Greatest President. Here's the clip, clip 12 over here from Donald J. Trump. Just to let you guys know. Wow, hey, looking sharp. Thank you, Ashley. Shout out to the Facebook crew. They're always nice because they are ladies. Here's uh, Donald Trump speaking on, speaking the truth according to accountable GOP, and they think it's, he's siding with Russia. Here you go. A foreign policy establishment keeps trying to pull the world into conflict with yep. a nuclear-armed Russia based on the lie that Russia represents our greatest threat. But the greatest threat to Western civilization today is not Russia. It's probably, more than anything else, ourselves and some of the horrible USA-hating people that represent us. That's a fact, Jack. It seems like, and I wonder if it's true, that... uh, (laughs) that they're going after Russia partly because remember when Hillary kind of out of nowhere is ourselves a new code word? (laughs) The new code word? Yes. Our fellow whites. (laughs) Um, It seems like ever since they scapegoated Russia for Trump winning, for us electing our greatest president, We, the people, elected our greatest president, and they blamed Russia, Russian propaganda, Facebook propaganda for uh, us voting for him, the sensible people voting for him. Who could vote for Trump? Sensible people. The senseless people voted against Trump. And I'll get to some of those senseless people. Oh, my gosh. While I'm here, let me get to this. Three years ago, some of you guys are against Trump over this mess. Three years ago yesterday, they were calling for the Dr. Fauci, Mr. Shorty Pants. Is he Irish? No, I think he's Italian or something funny like that. Shout out to the Italians. Uh, This is from Greg Price, clip 14, jumping around. I have to plow through some of this stuff, and then I'll get to some calls. And uh, Because i got to talk to uh, Sean, maybe. Uh, Three years ago today tweeted Greg Price yesterday, March 16th, the day everything changed. Feels like it would have been like the 13th or, or something, but maybe it was the 16th. The day everything changed. Look how excited Fauci and Burks, Burks is that lady, were about permanently altering the lives of millions of people. I don't know if they knew it would be permanent, but yeah, look at them smiling all smiley smile. Here is clip 14, 30-second clip of uh, Burks talking, the woman. And then uh, she lets Fauci on, her mentor. And they're all chuckling, and Trump is smiling along with him. And then he gets serious again. Here it is. I just wanted to re- read. There's, a, there's, a, there's an answer to this. Oh, yeah. 
Go ahead, Tony. He was my mentor, so I'm going to have to let him speak. The small print here, it's really small print. In states with evidence of community transmission, bars, restaurants, food courts, gyms, and other indoor and outdoor venues where groups of people congregate should be closed. Are you telling governors in those states then to close all their restaurants? Well, their we bars? haven't said that yet. Thank you, Trump. We haven't said that yet. <laughs> Trump didn't tell. He did the 15 days to slow the spread. I admit that one. Mark Lobliner. Mark Lobliner. What did he mean, bars? What's bars? Oh, he was saying bars. 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 Restaurant. What is he from? Like Boston or somewhere? Fauci. Phony Fauci. He's all short. But he's pretty healthy for an 80-something-year-old. Pretty, pretty, uh, you know, short people. Maybe they live longer or something. He's relatively healthy. But he's not very manly, I would say. Don't say that, Costin. His voice is horrible, says Dan Clifton. Almost not as horrible as the attorney general whom Obama wanted on the Supreme Court, Merrick Garland. Oh, my gosh, that guy's voice makes me shudder. And I like smoker voices, at least on ladies, but not, not, I don't know if he has a smoker voice, but it sounds kind of like it, just grovelly. Gravelly? But, uh, yeah, they close indoor and outdoor spaces. Just, in my opinion, overreaction. I don't think those shutdowns were needed, especially when they... Force, the government has no business forcing people to shut down. Mama government. Mama spirit. Phony Fauci. He loved Hillary Clinton's performance when she's all. What difference at this point does it make? We just have to. Who. Who's. Who. Uh, why they attacked and killed some of our people in uh, 9-11-2012 Benghazi, right? We just have. Who. What difference at this point does it make? about uh, what happened. And then later she says, we just have to find out what happened. Dumb. Contradicted yourself, silly Hillary. But people were impressed with it, including phony Fauci. That was when Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State under Obama after the Benghazi terror attack, right? (laughs) Lady Seesaw, ooh, a button-up shirt? Uh... So anyway, that phony Fauci is a mama, and mama spirit wants to shut down and be all overprotective of the people. And the gays didn't like Fauci during the 80s or whenever AIDS was a big scare and killing some of them. Or maybe that was the medication that was killing them too, maybe. I don't know. And phony Fauci, the overreaction of the China virus, a lot of life, life years lost according to Revolver News. And I don't think Revolver News is very much fake news. It may not be approved by the establishment. So far be it from Hake to mention Revolver News too much. I only mentioned Calming Nonsense Network. <laughs> That's more laziness than trying to kiss up. But anyway, phony Fauci and Dr. Burks. He's my mentor and she's all old. <laughs> not that old. She's not that old. She's still mildly attractive too, by the way. But these are immature people. And not thinking manly. Trump was thinking manly. He was, he was, I remember him calling for people to open up again. But you can't force the locals to open up again. Cities, states, 
They have their rights. And they have their rights to violate the rights of the normal people, apparently. You know, the people who don't want to shut down. Mark Lobliner, who is a bodybuilder, sort of a conservative guy. Not a Christian, though. Not a Christian. In some cases, quite unchristian, by the way. But I like him. But he's all, Trump looks pretty happy with them to let them destroy millions of lives. Like he, like, like he knew that would happen. Maybe he did. Trump initiated the lockdowns with his 15 days to flatten the curve. As a CEO, chief executive officer, my job is to hire competent people. And if they make an error, prevent or correct it. Trump showed horrible leadership skills during COVID. Other than COVID, though, foreign policy, non-COVID economy, Trump did very well. Well, thank you, Mark Lobliner. You showed a little bit of sense there. People were like, I remember uh, one of my... One of the friends of the show called in upset. <laughs> I'm not used to seeing me all dressed up. <laughs> if Hake, somebody said if Hake flexes, he's going to bust through, bust through his shirt. Where's the green shirt? It is, it is green. Forget you guys. Look at, look at my hair. Hair's like brownish, reddish, orangish, brownish. Compared to that, it's clearly green. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Nick says, haters don't want to admit how many of them agreed to fi- with 15 days. We were all there. It was the new thing. Lots of, and we didn't even know about it that much, right? And, uh, there were a lot of people taking it quite seriously. I remember Cernovich was all serious about it. I remember uh, Asmodor and all of them were quite serious about it until they figured out, okay, no, this is more affecting old people, fat people, and people with what they call comorbidities. Everybody was quite concerned, even before the media got on board with being concerned. Because the media started getting concerned when they're like, ooh, let's scaremonger about it because we can hurt Trump with this. And also, we're women, so we, we have fear and we have worry, and we like to push that mess on people. And the women eat it up. And the males who are betas to the women follow all that hate getting pinched. No, I'm not. I'm wearing green. And plus, somebody pointed out my eyes are, have a little bit of hazel in them, which is green. So anyway, uh, thank you, Mark Lobliner, I guess. He's not a Christian. The way I found out he's not a Christian, um, this bodybuilder guy, strong bodybuilder guy, family man, by the way. I don't know if I want to tell that story. <laughs> uh, I'll have to tell it to you later. If somebody want to call in and remind me about it, I'll tell it to you later. I'll tell Nick later. <laughs> Off air. Oh, man. Whew. It was something about health. And whether you should be doing this thing that a lot of guys do and they're not supposed to. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, you're bodybuilder, testosterone. You, you got to do this. More power to you. But, other, but Christians and sensible people and normal, like, conservative people are like, no, don't do that. Stop it, guys. <laughs> uh, eyeballs don't count, James says, doom Jesus. 
I don't know if you guys are following where, where I'm going with this story. I'm like, what? I was surprised at him. I'm like, I thought this guy was a Christian. Just because he was sensible sometimes, right? But no. No, he was kind of cheerleading that. And normally men know that that stuff weakens you. Makes your legs weak and all that. As Mick told Robbie, Rocky, not Robbie, Rocky, women weaken the legs. Shaking my head. Bodybuilding goes against biblical teachings as Deus Volt. Is it Deus Volt or Deuce Volt? <laughs> Mike Gibson, I think you may be confusing him with a different person. Or I don't know. <laughs> Did you follow what I was saying, talking about right there? I think so. Yeah. Basically, you know, this. Pretty much. Yeah. Certain activities. I can glean, I think, what you're talking about. Say again? I can glean, I yeah. think, what you're getting at. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Uh, back to this story. Normie anti-Trump rhino, Steve Deese, conservative guy, radio host, tweeted, DeSantis did close beaches as Trump demanded, then looked at the actual data and reopened. So he's kind of siding with DeSantis. DeSantis did distribute the poison that Trump is still proud to author. I guess it's the vax. I don't know if that's poison. I disavow that. And then looked at the data or data. And now has the only health department of America telling the truth about them. And uh, what else did he say? Because I didn't get the whole thing. Uh, uh, You want a paragraph, Steve Deason. How does he tweet so long? How does his Twitter tweet so long? Too many words. Too many words. You want to lecture me about hubris? Hubris? The bodies from all the excess deaths are still piling up in Trump's hubris. Hubris shows them no sympathy at all. Oh, gosh. Sympathy for the dead? You can tweet like that now? I'm shaking my head. Shameful. Fix this, Elon. Make them do paragraph breaks. <laughs> He's gave you a wall of text. Steve D's show. He's a Blaze TV host. Glenn Beck type of a guy. He's a movie producer, husband, father, child of God. Preferred pronouns are go see nefarious in theaters on April 14th. Oops, he tricked me into reading out loud some plug for some probably a lame movie, Christian movie probably, but not very good movie. Kind of like Christian music is not music or not very good. (laughs) But anyway, um... Maybe you could get off Twitter long enough to stop posting prayer emojis and instead pray for all those who have suffered to have justice and for Trump to have his eyes opened. Maybe you could have as much sympathy for those who suffered from Trump's decisions as you do, Trump. I'm not deterred one iota by your demagoguery. In fact, it fuels me and spurs me more zealously pursue the truth to more zealously pursue the truth. This is split infinitive, Steve D's. Uh, Hear and demand justice. Keep it coming because I certainly will. And he's responding to some guy, Theophilus, 777. Oh, Theophilus, who says Steve's hubris doesn't allow for human imperfection. His hero, DeSantis, made mistakes too. He closed the beaches. I know, I lived there. I was hospitalized with China virus in Florida and was forced to have remdesivir in an ICU without my consent. And on it goes. So says that's Theophilus. Some normal, normal guy fuels 
with 264 followers fuels Steve Deese to keep pursuing the truth. <laughs> anyway, um, Steve Deese poo-pooing Trump and pumping up Ron DeSantis, who's more of a politician, which is to say a little bit phony. Here's a little flashback screenshot of Steve Deese from May of 2016 going on MSLSD, I think. Steve Deese on Donald Trump nomination. Sad day for America. Look at him. Oh, sort of fat. Shout out to the sort of fat people. When I say sort of, he's fat. (laughs) But, uh, hey, he has a nice shirt on like me, except he has a, um, except his is pink. Mine is green. Forest green. And he has a blazer on. But... Uh, radio host Steve Deese explains why, as a conservative, he would never vote for Donald J. Trump in the 2016 general election. I wonder if he changed his mind on that. Dirt bag. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm getting tired of this. I'm getting tired of talking. Let me get to a call or two, guys. <laughs> and then I'll get to some fact checks on the vax. Poison. It's not poison. <laughs> Nate in California is on the line. California, Nate, how you doing, man? Good morning, James. Let's go. Hey, (laughs) nice to hear from you. All right. Well, I I know it says menthols, right? We're going to talk about menthols? Yes, menthol as in cigarettes, as in the flavored cigarettes cigarettes. that make your mouth fresh. I mean, the The delicious menthol cigarettes. Ooh, I disavow. (laughs) Okay. But anyway. All right, and but it, but but menthol, it means, also be menthol kind of, makes it cold, right? And it's like yeah, it's, a, it's that cool kind of minty, and then like they had they had some that were like double menthol, right? They were had a click one, like you, it was already menthol, but then you click it, and it's like extra menthol. <laughs> okay, yeah, and and it was it was a cool thing they did to us. Did you know, James, in California, right here by my house? Okay, I go down the hill to the to the Shell gas station. And they're giving, they're giving, practically giving them away. There's two packs for sixteen dollars. Wow. So I'm buying two. I'm buying two. I'm buying two. You know, as I need them, now, you know. And then, um, all of a sudden, they stop. They're gone. Wow. What do you think about that? Isn't that kind of cruel? Is that like, because all the, we're getting big deal on them, and, and I start smoking them, and then they pull them away from me? What, what, what do you think about that? I think that that's the government playing mama, but. I don't know. I don't know. They hear they say that this stuff is bad for you or something like that. Camel Crush says it's the real Mr. Man. Man, you guys. <laughs> I've no, heard it's I've no worse than the air. It's no worse than the air in LA. I know a little bit about this stuff to be honest. Okay, go ahead. Uh Yeah, they're doing that because the black kids and is it the gays disproportionately smoke these things because it's easier and kids get into it. Well, maybe they I don't know because yeah. it's easier to smoke than this real stuff that you can, where you can feel that stuff hurting your mm. throat. Oh, okay. And so, so they're that's, trying to that's hurt, their they're, they're trying to they're trying to hurt people into into smoking cigarettes or quitting. Yeah, they're trying that, to hurt them yeah. and get smoke the real stuff or or it, cut it out. They want me to have that that regular tobacco flavor when they gave me the menthol flavor for the last how many years? I don't know if that had been a lot. Yeah, and they don't even like the uh, flavored vapes or anything. 
the candy flavored vapes because it. But you know they, we're not they, uh, say that it targets kids. So what a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's put all that aside. We're okay. we're still on a mission to find menthols here in California. Me and my friends, <laughs> you know, we? like we we look around and we find we see if there's any menthols going around. I have some in my truck. If 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 my truck, I'll sell them. Maybe, right. I'll sell them to you out of my truck of my car at a Walmart <laughs> parking lot. Let's go. Actually, that sounds dangerous, hey, man. All right. So there's this new smoke shop that opens up in, in where I live. Yeah. You know? And I uh, go in there, and I talk to the guy, uh-huh. new guy, and I say, hey, welcome to the community. And I just start talking a little, chatting him up a bit. And I say, hey, you got any menthols? And he says, uh, non-menthols? And he points at what he has on the counter. And I go, no, like menthols, like leftovers from before the ban. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, let me see if I have any in the back, right? He goes in the back and pulls out a pack of menthols. Wow. Brings them out. Yeah. Gives them to me. Up charges me, but only like 1250 So I'm like, all right, $12.50, I'll pay it. Uh-huh. As opposed to yeah. what? As opposed to what amount? Ten bucks. Oh, okay. Right? Man. But he's got, the, he's got the stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so wow. so I'm down I'm down to pay an extra two fifty to get around Gavin Newsom. Right. Yeah, well, you whatever, enough, whoever set you up that enough, rule. Maybe it's not his fault, but whoever set this up that Mentos is gone. Right. You know? It might have been that Asian guy who was that Asian Democrat politician who tried to force uh kids to get vaccinated about other vaccines. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's probably the, doctor the same. The, uh, do you remember the JLP one time he interview um, an Asian lady that did mental health? I'm not sure what kind of Asian she was. Oh, yeah. But, and she's talking about mental health and, and everybody. And Donald Trump needs an evaluation before she can even. I don't know. It's just real stupid. You know, right. yes. just the whole, if you, yeah, completely ignorant. That's probably like the same spirit in, <laughs> in whoever signed this law. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's and so, so, but yeah, okay. it's okay, go but ahead. it's good yeah. to it's good to it's good to be able to do without stuff. Yeah, but it should be at my will, not at the will of uh, the government. I agree. It's just a cigarette. It's it's just a cigarette. I'm not I'm not doing anything, right, I, James? I know. I got you. I'm with you on that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like I can have a minty flavored chewing tobacco or what? I remember, yes. I mean, yes. What's up with that? Bubblegum flavor. Well, what there, there go the kids. I know. It's yeah. like when they pushed, I remember the boomers and the older Gen Xers in the 80s. It didn't used to be the law that you had to wear a seatbelt. And all yeah. of a sudden they forced us all to wear seatbelts. Yeah. Hey, seatbelts are required for adults. I know. It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, shouldn't they just be required for children and children taking adults taking children? Like if an adult is taking a child, then Uh they both got to have their seatbelt on. But if an adult's by himself, I don't see a problem with him taking his seatbelt off and not getting pulled over by some jerk on a bike. (laughs) Right? You feel me? I do. I do. Yeah. How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? Oh, James. What, What part of Cal are you from, if you don't mind my asking? Southern. Right on. Man, it's uh, it's good to hear from you. It's uh, I wasn't I it's, wasn't done. James. Go ahead. It's the it's I'm, like the mama spirit. 
that they're trying to yeah yeah it's a total mama spirit so we're so so men gotta do things we're getting around the mama spirit we found a place in in uh <laughs> cyprus you know what i mean are you, supposed, just say to be cyprus. Say, are you supposed to be saying this on radio i just dis- yeah, i dis- it's, it's no problem. i found this nice place Wait, why in do you cyprus say it's no Buena problem Park. how do you know it's no problem I could get, because I I could know get banned for... No, not you. I disavow well, look, this illegal activity. You guys with your menthols. Is, is, okay, that's what I want to know. Well, here's my other question. Yeah. Is it illegal activity for me to go and buy a menthol, pack of menthol cigarettes? I don't know if it's illegal you, to you, buy it. It may be illegal to sell it. So you're oh, talking, so I'm not doing wrong. It's the, 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 the cigarette dealer. You're you're doing wrong by... by I think that you're an accessory to... <laughs> To him selling. <laughs> Lord. I'm an, I'm an accessory to, uh, to what? Cigarette to illegal, smuggling? To illegal minty cigarettes uh, selling. Kids don't smoke. If, if you look around, there may be some ones that don't have the uh, the little uh, mark, little sticker on the bottom, you know? They're uh, from another place, another land, and uh, they're like only 250 a pack, you know? Yeah. And they, ha- and they have menthols. So we're doing it, we're doing it despite, you know what I mean? But, uh, but this, they're motivating you to smoke more by, uh, you reacting no, like not. this way. I'm not, I am, I am not smoking any more than I normally do. I'm going through that 250 pack as same as I but would at $12. But you're getting excited about pack. it. This is, you're getting your no, ego hey, excited I, about it. I'm not getting my ego excited. I'm just excited about saving money on something that I buy on, on a, on a, you know, semi-natural basis. I mean, I, I, I smoke like a, what, through one pack for four days? Yeah. So you go four days, it takes one pack? One pack Yeah. lasts you four days? Yes, sir. How many cigarettes is that per day? Or how many cigarettes in a pack? I don't know. You, you know how to do math, Jane. Oh, 20. 20 in a pack? Okay. Yes, sir. So, like, uh, five cigarettes a day? Five? 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 I can do it. Yeah. Uh, NBD, man. Pass it up sometimes. Pass it up sometimes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like pay attention to your habit, because you're probably doing it without even thinking about it or realizing that you're thinking of it. What am I doing? What is that? Going to a cigarette. To have to be having five in a day? What's wrong with that? When I, I wake up in the morning, I have a cigarette. See? I like, do my run. one up. I have a coffee, I have a cigarette. Yeah. Okay. And then I don't have one till two o'clock after lunch. Uh-huh. Ooh, good for you. And then man. I have one for di- so then tough. I have one for dinner. Okay, if I have a dinner. If not, I'll just smoke one to smoke one. Pa- and then I might smoke one before bed. So how about that? Isn't it good to pass it up that? sometimes? It's like fasting or it's like paying attention to yourself. Uh, yeah, you surely pay attention to yourself. Smoking is an active activity, okay? You smoke no, and you go do something. Who smoke tra- people who smoke are very judgmental. They can't handle stress. No. They're doing it to... It's a fact. Do you need to be smoking? Yes. Is smoking is a need? Is it for me? Yeah, it's a need. Right now? Uh-huh. Is it a need? Yeah. I pick it up and put it down whenever I want. Then how are you doing five a day consistently? Because I've cut down from a pack a day, James. Could I be on my way to quitting? Well, but I told you you pass it up sometimes, and you're fighting me on that a little bit. But I already, I already told you I've been fighting. I've been a passed it up already. I smoked a pack a day, 
and now I'm down to five cigarettes a day. Can I have my five cigarettes a day, James? You don't need my permission. I'm, at, I'm suggesting you pass it up. <laughs> I'm suggesting okay. you pass it up. I'll pass it, I'll pass it up for the next time I need to smoke. Because you're kind of shameless about this. Well, why should I feel shame about smoking a menthol cigarette? It's not that you should feel shame, but you're, like, proud about it. I'm not proud. What yeah, am I proud you're, of? You're all excited. You're calling in, bragging about how you're finding these great deals on this stuff, and the, and the government's getting James, all involved. And they're all wrong, right, let me, let me, are you wrong? Okay. Calm down. Calm down. What I'm going to make you feel like smoking. Okay. James. <laughs> yeah, gonna I'm going to go smoke a cigarette after, like this. Yeah, after this. For sure. Because you're okay. stressed. I'm going to go. Uh, hey, See? no, because JLP say smoke on it. I'm going to go think about our call and go smoke on it. No. And share it with some smoke friends. On it share means, the call. Smoke on it means. Not the pon- cigarette. I don't share cigarettes. Smoke what? on it Hello? means ponder it. Doesn't mean actually smoke. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> what are you going to do, you know? Oh, lordy. Lordy, lordy, lordy. Uh, interesting call, Nate. I appreciate it, man. Uh, and good for you yeah. for cutting down from a pack to just five a day. But just five is still quite a bit. It's better. T- a man is rich in the number of things he can afford to do without, said a wise man. And I've turned it into a cliche. Or maybe it was a cliche before me. But uh, okay. well, Can I clear up one thing? Clear your voice. I am not prideful. I am grateful. I am grateful that I still am able to access menthol cigarettes in California for a cheap price. <laughs> I'm grateful ego. that I'm able to get up and smoke a cigarette every morning. Oh, I just want you to know that I'm not I'm not a prideful person, James. Yeah, if anything, all right. Maybe, maybe, I'll maybe, take your word for it, I, buddy. <laughs> well, hey, James. Yeah. Maybe you need to do the silent prayer and, ch- and check if you're projecting a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You take care, man. All right, thank. Great call, Nate. Call me again sometime. Yeah, I am calling Nick Stream too. We're going to talk about some uh, gamer stuff. Right on. Let me know how it goes right. passing it up sometimes. I'm just curious. All right. We'll All right. talk again. Okay. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Uh, Nate in California. People like, hang up. <laughs> Doom Jesus. We're going to drive Doom Jesus to smoke. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, Nate. I appreciate you, man. Seemed like he got a little defensive there. Starting to feel like he had to brag about how he cut down from having a whole pack a day. 20 cigarettes a day? Anyway. Thank you, man. Nate. Oh, I don't know if it was Nate uh, with an H last name. H word last name with a hard R. <laughs> S. Please don't call Nick, says Lloyd Baby. Um, oh, is he the same guy I asked if he's Nate Higgers and he's not? Oh, maybe he's American native. He's American native. Oh, hey. Maybe he's smoking the American Indian uh, cigarettes. Americans got scammed. <laughs> they, they smoke those, what are they called? I'm blanking. Um, American spirits or whatever? Yeah, American spirits. They don't realize they're smoking reserves. Up in Canada, we know what that is. Oh, is it from the, the worst of the worst. Huh? <laughs> is it a reserve? Reserve smoke. Oh, yeah, but he's not American native, like a Native American, like... <laughs> He's a real Native American, isn't white. Shout out to Nate. I came out here, people, like, I was living with a with an actor. <laughs> uh-huh. And, he, and other and his friends, they smoked those American spirits, a brand of cigarettes. Yeah. And, and they're all like, yeah, it's so cool. And uh, they're reserve smokes, basically. 
So it came from I tried the, one. Uh, I admit it. Like reservation? <laughs> exactly. Reservation. <laughs> in Canada, you go to the reserve and yeah. you buy them in bulk and they're cheap, dirt cheap, but they're like cardboard. Oh, Lord. Well, I guess if you don't know any better, then uh, you're doing fine. They called it organic. I'm like, it's still a cigarette, man. <laughs> what are you doing? Bill West says, hey, people used to smoke five packs a day when it was inexpensive. Whew. Let me get to Art in Ohio. On the line this hour is blowing by. Artie, Art, from Ohio. How are you doing? What's up with Hakey Hake? Hey, good to hear from you. Good morning on that west side and good afternoon in Ohio, butter. Indeed, it is 1242 or so in Ohio, I think. What are my white brother doing? We're doing fine. I'm uh, just doing the show, getting ready for a St. Patrick's Day interview with uh, cool. JLP's new producer in the next hour. <laughs> I, got a little, I got a little song for you. The best part of waking up is new ports in your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, and tell Nick, I said, uh, I want you and Nick to come here because y'all some Trump lovers, and I want to rip them pockets off both of y'all shirts. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> do you have a pocket on your shirt? Oh, he does have a side do. pocket. Oh, no, yeah, don't do that. I hate I don't, I've never had that happen to me, but I can just picture it, and I feel like I would hate it. I don't even know what that is. Rip, rip the pockets I, off your shirt. I understood that, but yeah. I don't, is it a thing? Like <laughs> I don't understand nah, the, well, the culture. Nah, it was just a, nah, it's a high, high school joke we uh, had back in the day. So you guys would you literally would rip people's pockets off their shirts? Nah, we was we would just be clowning on each other. With See, like, you got a pocket on his shirt. Right. Come here, let me rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys had cool bullies growing up. Everybody was soft. <laughs> nah, you you fresh, man. You fresh. You doing you 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 uh you look mighty spiffy over there, sir. Thank you. You talking to me or Nick yeah, or sir. both? Both both of y'all. I like both of y'all, sir. That's my style. I like both of y'all, sir. Y'all cool. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nah, first thing first. I seen something where you was playing something on the show on Tuesday where uh, the females was talking about they ain't know what a uh, what a woman was. And they didn't want to spend nobody, and it's an agenda where oh yeah, the left female liberals they uh they want to say it's my body, my choice, or say oh the men back in the day when we was getting married they was abusive to us physically, mentally. Oh, we're sad and we we don't want to cook. Oh, that's you what am I your slave? Why should I have to iron your clothes? Well, it's like with liberalism and your left thinking and whatnot. Uh, if you won't get married, especially in this recession and uh, with this inflation or whatnot, and you uh, not first thing first, you gonna have a hard life because you are gonna be working hard all your life and probably depending on any of your kids if you have some to be taken care of you. Second thing is, most of the females that ain't married or whatnot, or uh, have somebody that they're with, they more than likely pro- uh, prostituting. You see what I'm saying? Uh, only fans or whatnot. So my thing is, or on uh, pharmaceutical medical, uh, pharmaceutical, uh, pharmaceutical medicine to you know uh, make them think that they feel good. 
So it's yeah. really liberalism. Real liberalism really is a lose lose thing. So they really don't understand that they're hurting themselves by pushing this agenda when they should be wanting to. Most of these females are single, like a lot of them females you showed in that er- earlier clip, the transgender females. Yeah. And a lot of them females you showing on Tuesday. Don't none of them know how to cook. But y'all out here trying to, y'all want to be out here trying to march for, march to kill babies. How about y'all? America, America want to take Newport cigarettes or menthol cigarettes and uh, put a, make you put a mask on your face. Why don't y'all uh, make it a mandatory that y'all make a lot of these females go and work out? I go think... to the gym. And, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your, finish your statement. Yeah, go ahead. You need to go to the gym and take care of that body. So when Art gets behind the caboose or whatnot, you know, I have some. Yeah. You know, uh, first thing first, uh, especially y'all don't know how to cook. So why ain't we y'all out here proposing to kill kids and uh, marching for all this uh, liberal stuff? Don't none of y'all know how to cook. So maybe that's what we need to be doing is making sure y'all know how to season food, season chicken and season beef. Or would not, cause uh, that's what I'm finding out about a lot of y'all females. Y'all don't know how to dang on cook for uh, cook if your life's depending on it. My my second thing is, uh, you know, that was Wednesday that 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 we played that clip from the whatever podcast. The, the women not uh-huh. wanting to be transphobic, I th- think is what you're talking about, where they wouldn't define yeah. what a woman is. Yeah, because they didn't want to spend uh, the tr- the uh, the man, the trans, the trans, the trans, the transmission. Yeah. So my thing is, if you think about it, this is another point. You know, uh, females, they do all this complaining when everything is good. Then they they advocate for something that they're going to end up turning around and not liking. Like you having these trans transmissions uh, playing in female sports. Well, if all the men start playing in female sports and we start uh, eliminating it, doing y'all uh, – taking over the sport, like let's say WNBA, let's say the league is 90% transgender men, then guess what? You're out of a job. Yeah. And that's what, is, what will end up happening. Then guess what? You liberal females will come back around and say, oh, they're sick to see how they like to beat on us. We can't even have our own sport because they all want to come over here and play. But see, this is what the Democrat and the liberals do. This is what y'all been supporting, supporting men. Uh, doing uh, transgender shows in front of kids, yeah. raising your kids to raising your kids to be the Dorito boys and Tortilla boys or whatnot. What's and, that uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't ask. Uh, What's that mean? Oh, the Dorito boys and the Tortilla boys. Uh, that's that's the single uh, single parent kids or whatnot. Their moms didn't make them eat their spaghetti and their vegetables or whatnot. So they were like. My my kid, he can go ahead and eat. He can eat some Doritos for his oh. lunch. Now he he'll be all right. Let him eat some tortillas. He'll be all right. He, he's cool. And then they grow up with them little skinny, scrawny arms, and the girls grow up, and they got them truck driver booties, flat back, and stuff. They ain't got no shape to their bodies or stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't wow. I don't think AOC is a, a, a tor- tortilla girl because she got definitely got a nice figure <laughs> on her. So then uh, what, what's up with? Uh, What's up with that? What's up with them talking that stuff about Donald Trump calling uh, Rob DeSantis a, uh, what did he call him, a, a meatball head or something? Saying he was, uh, that he basically offended the Italians. Well, uh, that's your opinion, man. And Donald Trump could pretty much say just about anything he <laughs> want to say. And uh, we not mad at nothing that he's saying or whatnot. Uh, we like him. That's why we like him, because he ain't 
part of the establishment. He came in or whatnot. He's a, a regular citizen. He's, his family wasn't a whole bunch of politicians or whatnot. You know what I mean? Uh, he ain't. He ain't. Who is uh? Who is that one dude who got captured? A Cheney, somebody like that. A Bush. Oh, you know, no, uh, it's not Cheney. McCain. McCain. He ain't yeah. McCain. And any of the other career politicians got their kids coming uh, coming up behind them after they the parents served thirty years like a Joe Biden, and then you come up, then your kids think they're gonna be politicians. He ain't a career politician, so that's why we like Trump, man. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. That's, and who that's cares? Thing. These phony politically correct. I think the headline is Trump claims he will never call Ron DeSantis Meatball Ron. He said that. Yeah. He said. Uh, he would never call him Meatball Ron. <laughs> it's yeah. probably too, uh, what did he say? Too crude to describe DeSantis. Yeah. You know what I love about a lot of these Americans, man, and the uh, rhinos and the liberals and, you know, because there ain't no real conservatives going to turn on turn on you for just uh, saying a, a, a small joke. Or yeah, that's the liberal they stuff. They said, yeah. yeah. They too so quick to be like, oh, I, I wish Trump would be quiet. Why he he just won't stay off the internet? If that's some, if that's a reason to make you not like somebody or make you not want to vote for him, you didn't like the person from the jump, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, people gotta start showing some type of loyalty and some type of uh, com, what's it com, camaraderie? Uh, what's it called when you? Uh, I think what'd you so. say? I think you're right. Camaraderie. Yeah, where you, yeah, enough. where you uh, basically where you uh. You know what team you playing on or whatnot. They, you say one thing that they don't like, they just ready to jump on a whole different team. They ready to build these super teams like Le- LeBron James, you know, and uh, try to win a championship when you don't even need all them people. If you're a good player and got some role players around you, you don't need all them people or whatnot. Just ready to jump ship, man. You got these people in America, man. They, they are betas, beta betas. It don't got no loyalty, but... Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and I ain't gonna run you too, you know, run you talk to you too much or whatnot. If you got anything to talk about, just ask me. But uh, that's it. That's all I really had to say. I appreciate it, uh, Art. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, and thanks for the tips on uh, Trump. Thanks for the tips on Trump. Very interesting stuff. I'll t- I'll tell the people about what he said after I hang yeah, up with I, him, man. Yeah, but check this out. Hey, one more thing. Yeah, I mean, he he might not say he might say something that I don't agree with. Or would not right. sometimes, but I'm not gonna jump shit, man. I'm that's my man. I said that's my man, the uh, the Don Donald Trump, and that's who that's what it's gonna be, and that's how I feel, and we're gonna roll with him till the wheels fall off. I agree, man. Thank you, Art. All right, buddy. All right. Yes, sir. Take care. All right. He said uh according to the far left, right? Daily Mail. Daily Mail, are they pretty far yeah, I think they're pretty extreme. People call them conservative. They're not. Uh, Trump says Meatball Ron is too crude to describe DeSantis, but then goes after the Florida governor in Iowa for being a disciple of rhino loser Paul Ryan and compares him to unsuccessful presidential candidate Mitt Romney, also a rhino. Uh, He was talking to the Daily Caller, which is relatively center-left, sort of conservative, supposedly outlet Daily Caller, formerly of Tucker Carlson's. I don't use that name. It is used by other people. I don't like that name. I think it's too crude, Donald Trump said about, uh, about Meatball Ron, according to the Daily Caller. I'm a very non-crude individual, 
says our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. And I agree, Donald Trump. He opened up to reporters on Trump Force One. <laughs> Trump Force One, that's his airplane. Uh, en route to Davenport, Iowa, for his first 2024 campaign outing in the state. This was reported on the 13th of March. That was, I guess, earlier this week. Monday or something? During the, an appearance at the historic Adler Theater in downtown, downtown Davenport, Trump swatted DeSantis several times, telling the Iowa crowd the Florida governor was bad on ethanol, ethanol, an important issue in the cornet-growing state, and wanted to cut Social Security and Medicare. You have to remember Ron was a disciple of Ron, Paul Ryan, whom I voted for. We thought he was a Tea Party guy, but it turns out he was a rhino and Irish. <laughs> uh and also, he worked out for four hours a day, but didn't work it out for America. It's good to be healthy, but to be honest with you, Ron also reminds me a lot of Mitt Romney, Trump added. Cold stuff. Thank you for the tip on that. Uh, Artie Art from Ohio, the sundown, the sundown town. There's sundown towns in Ohio. He may not be from Dayton, though. Some super chats for you guys before I get to the break. I have a long song for you, nine minutes, on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. Jordanos Star gave a generous super chat, saying the super chat is for the button-down shirt. Samson, well, thank you, Delilah. No haircut for you today. Why Speedy looking like Yeezy lately? Because he's sitting in that chair occupied... Usually, normally, by Hassan, whom we wish well and are praying for him. And he's fine. Uh, Donald Trump probably knows something that we don't about Ron de Sanctimonious. <laughs> That's why he be after him. Only fans without the nudity is okay? Well, I heard that there was one guy. I mean, it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to be all cover your ears, kids. I don't know if I can say, I don't want to say that word. <laughs> if you're trying to be, oh, I don't want to say that word <laughs> in front of the kids. I'm, I'm making me blush. But there's one guy um, who's been on the J.C. Lee Peterson show in the Fallen State. He was, he was, he was him and Lunell. He was supposed to debate Lunell, but he and Lunell got along just fine. His mama. What's that guy's name? He's been banned so many times. Ah, he's black. Ah. Talked about the Jews a little bit sometimes. Ah. Who's that guy? I can't believe I'm forgetting, blanking on his name. Anyway, there's this black guy who's so banned on YouTube that he started an OnlyFans. Uh, just to have his regular content. I don't even think that he does stuff like that. Tommy Sotomayor. Thank you, Nicolas. <laughs> Nick liked to, likes, he finds it entertaining when I'm struggling. <laughs> Uh, Yenrik Yagoda gave three coffees. Thank you, man. On buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report. Hake, why are you dressed like average Mexican hyphen American millennial? Beta, you need, to be, you need to be wearing polos or T-shirts. I know, man. It's the only green shirt that I have that I haven't worn to recently. All my other green T-shirts I wore to recently. Uh... Someone bought a coffee. Button down refers to the collar buttons. Oh, yeah, these collars can button down, but I didn't, I don't, I'm like, why do there's a collar? Why is there a button on the corner of this collar? 
Is it supposed to be for, like, if I wear a tie with this shirt? Imagine wearing a tie with this shirt. I mean, some people might. And they probably pull it off quite well. And actually, I could, I could imagine it looking fine, visualize it looking fine on me. Um, which your shirt appears to have, but you didn't use, <laughs> says someone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, someone. Yeah, see these buttons? Does that look goofy? I don't know. I'm not used to this dress-up stuff. But thank you, someone, and thank you, Yenrik Yagoda. And let me double-check over on Ko-Fi. K-O hyphen F-I. Thank you, spoiler alert, for the support over there. Let's check over here on... uh... (laughs) Uh, Let's check on... O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hague Report. Asmodor with a couple of super chats. Anyone paying 10 to $12 for a pack of cigarettes and isn't a millionaire is a fool, says Asmodor. But you don't know what it's like living in California. But anyway, uh, Nate, all shameless. If you only smoke five cigarettes a day, you should be able to quit easily, says Asmodor. Nice. Thank you. For the super chats over there, let me double check over on Rumble. What's up, Dennis? Is twenty twenty? Let me check over on. Oh yes, indeed. A few diamonds on D Live. Evgeny Crosby. Oh no, hold on. Ah, ah. Bill West gave a diamond, but I don't see it. What did Bill West say? Say something about my scrawny arms like DJ Onpaw said. Chat, tell me what Bill West said. And I'll have to get to it after the break. We're past, we're almost, we're past time in my opinion. I will get to calls, but I have a nine-minute song to share with you. This is uh, Joanna Newsom from the 2006 album Yeast or Ease. Y-S. And Joanna Newsom is like the second cousin twice removed from uh, Gavin Newsom, the beta governor of California. She's a child of liberals, and she's probably a liberal, probably not even a Christian. But she's a good harpist, and I like her singing, and I like her songs. And this is my favorite song from hers. And I don't know if she's Irish, but she used to play Celtic harps, or is it Celtic harps? That's Irish, right? And uh, whatever, it's St. Patrick's Day. We're not going to force it too much, even though I already have. Uh, Yeah, press mute if you want. Nine minutes! I know. I'll talk. I'll be back to talk you through it. (laughs) There, there. Uh, But it's so good. Oh, my goodness. If I have any goodness. Uh, Cover your ears or grin and bear it, you musical Philistines. I'll be right back. Here's Joanna Newsom. Monkey and bear, right? Monkey and bear. Uh, Enjoy and uh, be right back. Chestnut and the bay and the gelding in gray. 
Testosterone dropping. My darling, there's a place for us. So good. Oh, darling, come on, will you dance? My darling, oh, the hills are groaning with excess. Like a table ceaselessly being said, oh. My So good. The beginning I didn't like, but the whole rest of the song is awesome. They troop past the guards, past the coops and the fields and the farmyards, all night till finally the space they gained grew much farther and the stone not bare through to mark where they'd stop for tea. I don't know what she's singing about. to the east which lies a little past the pasture and the blackbirds hear to whistle and then rise and clap and their applause calls a kettle black and we can't have none of that it, no it is not so good hey can't imagine ever listening to this. This is Bad Ombre 76. But still, they had got to pay the bills, hadn't they? That is what the monkey'd say, so 
shove a clown of a cur or a kite jerking tight at his tether in her dumb brown gown of fur and a jerking of swans down in leather. There would sway on her hind legs, the organ would grind dregs of song for the pleasure of the children who'd shriek, throwing coins at her feet and recoiling in terror. How can you not like this? Oh, darling, come on, will you dance, my darling? You keep your eyes fixed on the highest hill where you'll ever after eat your fill. Oh, my darling, dear mine, if you dance. Those melodies. You got a melancholy heart, James. <laughs> I officially hate music Deep now. Deep in the night, shone a weak and miserly light when a monkey showed her Three more minutes. Someone had told him the bear been wandering a fair piece away from where they were. So catchy. Someone had told him the bear been sneaking away to the seaside hey, caverns to bathe. And the thought troubled the monkey for he was a Afraid of spelunking down a nose cave. Also afraid what the village people would say if they saw the baron that stay. Nice white music. and splashing obscenely while well, it seemed a rational Washing that face. Washing that matted and flippant. Pelt in some seas, but shine old dripping with brine. Dang. The monkey just laughed and he muttered when she comes back or Salella. Be bursting with pride Till I jump up Saying you've been rolling in muck Saying you smell of garbage and grime So cool Far out Far out Far now Far hey. now Far out Far now plow, Cause she would not drown First the outside Legs of the bear Up and fell down then the outside arms of the bear fell off as easy as if sloth from boiled tomatoes. It's complex and fascinating. I agree. And with this eye, she allowed the bird and the bell to drop. Is this a new interrogation technique? <laughs> if you could hold up a threadbare coat to the light where its worn trains loosened and You'd see spots where almost every night of the year There'd be mending suspending that basement Now a coat drags through the water Bagging with a light Chinese torture In the magnetic embrace Balletic and glacial Appears insatiable shadows Wow Shout out to the ladies. 
women's history. Sounds like Amy Winehouse off crack. That's not true. <laughs> Take it back. She stole this from Wizard of Id. Is that a bad thing? Hey, is this a joke? Perfect uh, video for this soundtrack, too. <laughs> Beta History Month 2, says Ah Satan. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that. Beautiful music. That was my favorite track from uh, Joanna Newsom. I heard about her from like the Christian music forums, even though she's not Christian, I don't think. No, she's not related to Gavin McInnes. It's Gavin Newsom. <laughs> but I sometimes confuse the two because they they're both called Gavin. Bjork ripoff, Hake. No, she got her own thing. That's why I love her. <laughs> uh, I don't like Bjork. Bjork. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that. Um... You know, it is St. Patrick's Day. Let me get to a call first, and then I'll have my, uh, my guest come in. Devin in San Diego, California is on the line. It's actually Devon, though. I said Devin again. How you doing, Devon? Oh, man, it's okay, Hey man. I'm doing good. How about yourself, man? Doing fine. Appreciate it. Thanks for holding. I was going to say, man, was I supposed to be able to hear you talking while you, the music was on? Yeah, could you hear me talking under it, or was it kind of quiet? No, I could hear, just hear, you know, faintly every once in a while you were saying stuff, because I was like, what is this song? And I heard you say something like, <laughs> I don't know what she's saying in this song. And I just started laughing. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, it was not a hot mic. It was on purpose. Oh, okay. Sometimes I oh, try okay. to talk over it, but I'm not sure how it comes out. <laughs> In oh, case... no, it was, it was decent enough. It nice. was decent enough. Right on. I just wasn't sure. I was like, man, did they leave something on or something? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you like that How track? Uh, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Good. Kind of makes me think of like a folklore, like Hobbity, Scotland, Ireland, kind of, I don't know, something like a mixture of all those things. I don't know, man. It was nice. different, though. Right on. And I didn't even really pick it specifically for St. Patrick's Day, which is, who is the saint kind of went, went, patron saint of, it went with it. of Ireland. But yeah, it goes. It goes. But anyway. Man, you don't even know who St. Patrick is, right? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I read about him a little bit a couple of times here and there. I'm going to bring in an Irishman <laughs> on after, after I hang up with you, I'm going to bring on a, a guest in the studio. For a few minutes. Oh, okay. Then. But I don't know well, if know he knows anything about St. Patrick either, to be honest. <laughs> well, I know I have my bloodline. I got a little bit of bloodline that goes from Scotland. I oh, really? My great, yeah, my great on my father's side. Which, and if you've seen him, you'd be like, "What? You got? He got white on his side?" And right. I'd be like, "Yo, nice." But yeah, he's uh my great 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 grandfather's from Scotland. Wow. Um, yeah. Right on. On my Blake, Blakeney side, my Blake, the Blakeney side of my family. Okay, what does that mean, yep. Blakely? What did you say, Blakeley side? Oh, uh, Blakeney, 
that's my uh, my grandmother's side of my my dad's mother's side okay. of my family. They're that's... Blake, they're Blakely, Blakely. They, they've uh, migrated from I think from Virginia or something. They migrated down from Virginia to the Carolinas. Is that an ethnicity or a surname, like a last name? Oh, surname. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But what's going on today on the hate report, man? I, I, did you talk anything about the uh, the California tiny homes? The tiny homes? The California tiny yeah. homes? No, I have not. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. Oh. Is that the is that the homeless stuff? Yeah, the they doing they already uh I think the first sit is gonna be in Sacramento. They already signed something, I think I don't know if it was yesterday. I know Gavin Newsom signed something or did something for the whole state and now basically each city, Sacramento, San Jose, um what else did they say? Uh LA, San Diego, that they're all gonna be doing it, but they're gonna have um like the city is gonna be in control of them. So basically, the city's going to have to keep up with the upkeep and, I guess, security or whatever they're going to have there. Because pretty sure a lot of the people that get in these homes going to be people that I see walking through the streets with their pants, you know, no pants on, naked, and falling asleep, just standing up on whatever drugs they're on. I'm like, man, this is uh, they just going to make the situation worse. Which I, I mean, I yeah, what is it expected? But. It's like people just, I don't know, man. I just try not to even think about it. I just think it's funny. Right. I, you know, every once in a while I try to talk about it, though. Are you and having I to deal with a lot of homeless down in San Diego? Oh, man, I had a, I, can I tell you a story about a uh, situation I had with Sure. One yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So basically, I had one of my friends, he works downtown. He uh, worked at different restaurants and stuff downtown. So I had picked him up, and we are just kind of joy riding around. I was going to drop him off at his next job. Well, I went back to, during that time, I was Uber driving. And um, so we're driving, and it was getting pretty late. Start, You know, sun was coming down, and I'm waiting at the light. And, you know, as soon as the light turns green, I'm like, okay, let me go. And I'm noticing there's somebody in the middle of the road, so I'm like, whoa, I didn't even see the guy, so I just had enough time to stop. And the guy was, like, yelling at me, and my friend was like, hey, man, get, you know, get out of the road. Like, you're in the middle of the street. You're not even walking across the crosswalk. Yeah. So he comes up to the door on my friend's side, of the, on the passenger side, and starts yelling at him. And he was like, dude, you need to just get away from the car and, you know, get on the sidewalk. So finally, he um, walked to the sidewalk, but then I noticed, he was messing with the, because they have some security guards out there by the homeless where they have, like, the porta potties. Yeah. And he started messing with the security guard lady. So I was like, man, let me, the guy, I knew the guy was really drunk, and I just didn't, you know, the security guard lady, even though she's a security guard, I just was like, man, you know, I was like, dang, man, we got to at least, you know, get this guy to get away from her, man, because we kind of got him riled up. So we just kind of stopped the car and told the guy to just leave. Like, you need to just go ahead and go somewhere. But, yeah, man, it's it's hectic, man. Like, I don't even be want to take my daughter downtown, man, just because I mean, yeah. I've seen people, you know, defecating on the streets yep. right there in front of everybody. Like, they don't care. I mean, I've seen this lady just walk around, you know, like half of her pants were pulled down, just walking down. I'm just like, man, this is, I mean, I, I grew up sometime in San Diego when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't really remember too much of that time period. You know, I was video games and toys but nice now just moving back after several years man i i 
it's it's really disappointing, man. It, it's really it really is, man. It's like, oh man. I agree. I, I understand how the world is. It's but I understand how the world is. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. It's a shame though because there's some really nice spots to go in L.A. Mm-hmm. and San Diego and elsewhere. But they're turning it into trash and blight and smelly and, like you said, people with their pants down and uh, leaving human waste, not good stuff, uh, everywhere on the ground where you have to watch where you step and you have to watch where you go. And it it makes you not even want to—it's killing businesses and it's killing, like, the life of the city and and it's all like that mama spirit. And you're right, they're, like, yelling at— us like we're wrong when we get in their way but they're the ones in the way some of them are some of them are better than others some of them clean up after themselves and clean up the area but a lot of them are just trashy people and they don't need to be like that it doesn't have to be this way but you're right the world's that's the world the world is evil and it's get used to disappointment as one line from a movie says which is a good <laughs> good Good advice. You're right about that mama spirit, man. Yeah. Just enabling yeah, I, I, enabling people to be bums. Literally bums. <laughs> and worse. And worse, really. Criminals. I, I actually have a personal story, man. My brother, my older brother, he's, you know, he's uh, LGBT, you know, all of that stuff. And uh-huh. He just, he went on a di- downward spiral, man. And yeah. I... You know, I've told my mo- my mom always babied him, man, and he's older than me. Yeah. And uh, I told her, you know, this is, you know, I hate to tell you, but, you know, the truth is you're part of the problem. And the more that you, you know, you help him, he's not going to get any better. Right. You, know, you just got to let him go through whatever he's going through until he's ready to move on from this situation. Right. Because my sister and my mom, they try to help him and stuff. And I don't, you know, the only help I'll do for him. You know, if you need, I, in the past, you know, if I give him a ride or whatever. But most of the time, I give him a ride so I can try to talk to him and try to show him, like, hey, man, you know, there's more out here and there's more for you in this life that if you want it, you can get it. But yeah. you just got to get away from what you're doing. He's, he's been through his situations. He's had his little tears and emotions and stuff. He'll talk to me, but yeah, he knows what my mindset is. So, And it's I've said it in the past, man. I wrote a a paper in college, man, that talking about stuff like this. And my teacher gave me a C, man. And now I, I'm like, man, I should have got an A plus, man, because <laughs> everything I was talking about is coming true. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Teachers are <laughs> so that, liberal. <laughs> what a shame. Liberal colleges, man. Yeah. Now I see. Now I realize what it is, man. Yeah. Can't you hate, man? Just want to give you another call, man. I, I'm happy I got got back in with you, man. And I. Hopefully some of your other callers can get on, man. Nice. I ain't going to hang up the phone on you quick this time, man, so that way it don't make that click. So oh, I'm no not, worries. Not. Appreciate it, Devon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Take care. You have a good one. All right. You too. Bye. Uh, hey, Sean, come on in here. <laughs> well, I got to bring him in. This is my going to be my uh, in-studio Irishman guest. <laughs> He's wearing... A complimentary color to uh, to green. He's wearing a red. Uh, he's kind of like a lime green, yellow in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. See? Forgot. He forgot what he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Neon. 
Sean, you're Irish, aren't you? I am a third Irish. One third. Okay, that counts. Kind of like Joel Friday's 30% white. Right. Half so, Irish, half English, half Finnish. Nice. Three it's halves. A lot of, it's a lot of halves. I like that math. <laughs> you're Finnish. Okay, I can see some Finnish in you. And English. Yep. That all makes sense. Finnish, Swedish kind of mix. Okay. You know, Irish on my mom's side. And, I, I, you know, I, I figured that it was on your mom's side because... That's how we know. That's how I know my, any of my ancestry or or my heritage or whatever is through my mother and her mother and then my dad's mother. The fathers, like they're more of, yeah. of a mystery. Yeah, the women are much more interested in that. Exactly, get that identity from it. Exactly. Isn't that interesting? That yeah. the and you'll notice the cultures who are all into their identity are the most female-minded cultures and just the worst off. I mean, granted, the whites are not that into it, but the, and the whites are really bad off right now. But, and the whites are getting sucked into this type of getting into heritage. Yeah. Well, Ancestry.com. You know, I know. That, that huh? does it. All right. That, all that marketing. Giving away your DNA information. Yeah. You right. ever done that? Yeah. You have? Dang. Yeah. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. My parents did it. Oh, okay. So they both did it. So I got just... You know, that's how you know the percentages, and I knew third, third, third is how it sort of pan, panned out. Okay, but we're sort of culturally Irish, like we—that's what we identify, right. identify with. You know, we're sort of culturally Irish Catholic. We don't consider ourselves English or Swedish or Finnish, that's for sure. Okay, but yeah, did you guys? Down. Do you know anything about your history in America? Yeah, we all came, you know, the big wave of Irish that came into New York City in the 1890s through Ellis Island. Was that the potato famine? I believe so, yeah, or soon after that. I think the potato famine was in, like, the middle 1800s. Oh, okay. Totally sure, so sometime after that. Okay. After they got rid of slavery, was there still indentured servanthood? In Ireland? No, in America. Because we had slavery in America, and we had I, we enslaved a lot of Irish. I say we, like I was involved. <laughs> and uh, a lot of Irish were so-called slaves, indentured servants, I heard. I didn't know that. In America, oh, yeah. I, I thought indentured servitude came... Before slavery in America, like maybe it did during the you know Puritans and, and it might like, <laughs> it might well have yeah were we enslaving the Irish as indentured servants back I then? mean I do know in New York City the Irish and the blacks were both at the bottom of the scale right they were the lowest of the low especially Irish Catholics and that's even in the 1900s right right and uh, you know the Irish Protestants in New York hated the Irish Catholics interesting and they were sort of pushed down lower and lower and lower yeah um, on my mom's side. Uh, you know, the Westies in New York, the, um, the Irish mob. Okay. That's sort of very distant. But on my mom's side, that's kind of the kind of people we come from, are those Irish. Wow. So the Irish side. criminals, mob. Right. The, wow. Um, the uh, Mulligans. You know, Huey Mulligan is a okay. famous Irish, you know, New York. Mobster. Mobster. Um, Mickey Spillane, those kind of guys. And the Italians... They were brutal, you know. So the Italians, when they wanted to get rid of a body, they would go to the Irish, and the uh, Irish and would the, take and care the Irish, of it. They knew the Irish would know how to take care of. Oh them. my goodness, <laughs> pretty gruesome. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I don't know anything about St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> okay, I don't know who St. Patrick was. I just know that growing up, it was a way to celebrate Irish culture and drink your face off. And, Even as uh, a kid, yeah, every, wow. every year, every year we celebrated it. How young were you, if you don't mind my asking? No, I don't know please. if this is too... Please. Uh, how young were you drinking? Oh, no. I, I was a late starter. Okay. I didn't do any... Until like 11? Any sort of substance. So like 11? No. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Um, uh, 17, 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's really, still really, pretty young. Really sort of 18. <laughs> that's still, I that's guess still that, under age. <laughs> that proves your point. Right. Me, me considering it young as 18. But, but uh, uh, some, some countries, that's fine, right? Some countries, they say 18 or 16 or 15. Well... If it's not, if it's, if you're not it, getting, yeah, excessive, if, right. If the culture doesn't think of it as like taboo, right, then, then rebellious kids won't want to do it more. You know, if you yeah. introduce it to them early, there's an argument to be made. You know, if you introduce it to them earlier, or at least not think of it as a big deal, right, then they won't have that need to be rebellious and do it all the time. And that's true. It's just like with guns. JLP got his first gun at 15, I think, a rifle. Yeah, and he went outside and shot a squirrel. They start them early on uh, gun handling, right? And they were, and also yep. they have their fathers and mothers, or at least grandfathers and grandmothers. Yeah, same here with the guns. Trained with respect and uh, self control. Yep. And they didn't have mass murders and stuff like that. Nope. People on their uh, SSRIs and stuff like that. Yep. Dad gave us our first our first knives when we were like five, six, seven years old. Wow. You know, awesome. Got our first. You know, playing with them just got got your first. We had bad cut at that age too. You yep. learn your lesson pretty quick. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah, true. But same. I heard in uh, in Europe, you know, um, underage pregnancies are less because you know sex over there is. I don't know if I'm going to say that, but you know, uh-huh. is is less taboo. You know, oh, okay. it's sort of open out out in the open, right? You know, that's something I don't know, know for sure. I don't want to confirm that. But yeah, I've heard, heard stuff. I've heard arguments. On, on that, and I think that the Puritan culture—I don't know if it's Puritan, but the sort of mama culture, right? Uh, was an oh, they went overboard with the no sex before marriage stuff, and they went overboard with perhaps maybe the prohibition because it was women I heard who did the prohibition on on no <sighs> drinking. Man, in that's America. a whole another story, and that's sort of like that, right? Yeah, like it's that. It was not the fatherly kind of, this is wrong, stay away from it, or type of a thing, to where, you know, the scary people. I mean, that, as far as parenting goes, that's the difference between positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement. Positive reinforcement is proven to work 10 times better. For example, if you say, you know, if you're, let's say your kid keeps, I don't know, losing their keys to their first car, Uh and you say... Don't lose your keys to your car. Uh-huh. That automatically puts in their head, lose keys to the car. But if you say, I want you to be more careful with yeah. your keys, uh-huh. then it automatically puts in their head, be more careful. Be alert. They give so, you solutions right, rather than you, problems. Right. So if you're constantly negative, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. All that does is keep those things in their right. brain and in their head. Fear. Negative reinforcement. But positive reinforcement, you know. Be sober. Right. Noticing when they be do it. Be sober-minded. Be alert. Making sure you notice when they do a good job yeah. as opposed to just always pointing out the negative. Interesting. Is, uh, from what I hear, I've never been a parent, but from what I hear, saying things like, I want you to be more patient, I want you to be more careful, as opposed to saying, don't do this, you know. Okay. Is, uh, wow. Much better. But, Did you, was your community around you that you grew up, was it a lot of Irish or was it yeah. Hispanics and blacks and... Oh, Asians or yeah, or was it everybody? But there it were Irish too. Not as many blacks, a lot of Hispanics, um, and a lot of Asians. Okay. My high school was like fifty percent Asian, forty percent Asian, something like that. Mostly Korean. Is this but, is this in New Jersey, yeah, New York, or North Jersey, Bergen, okay. Bergen County? Um, some blacks, but mostly Hispanics and uh, a lot of Asians. 
Man. Love the Asians. <laughs> yes, we... Shout out to the Asians. <laughs> yeah, we cherish Asians. <laughs> but mostly Korean. Mostly Korean and Japanese. Okay. Not so many Chinese. Um, as far as Hispanics, you know, mostly like, you know, Venice, Venezuelans, like... Um, oh, okay. Ecuador, or just whatever those... Honduran, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably, probably some Mexicans. For me, it was mostly Chinese and Mexicans. Oh, yeah? That I grew up around. Yeah. Um, you're tall. Is that because of the Finnish and probably. Swedish? Probably. I, those people are the tallest. I got my rest a lot when I was a kid, too. I, oh, nice. Grew, you didn't stunt your growth. I grew horizontally. <laughs> nice. Gravity didn't get to me. Right. And you didn't stunt your growth with with weightlifting like some of these young I, kids do. I did not. Probably <laughs> obvious for my stature. <laughs> and you have a family, if you don't mind my asking, Please. about your family is full of... Um, or was fourth generation, four generations of theater stagehands. That's right, New York City. Uh, the the union there, uh huh, local one. Um, one of my great great uncles, or great my dad's great uncle, something like that, was uh, the founder of or one of the founders of that that union. Wow. So you know, my dad's dad, all my dad's brothers. My Does that brother. mean he was a socialist? I mean. Maybe. I don't know for sure, but at right. that time, you know, that might have been normal to. Right. Before people found out about it, it might have been normal to have that sort of political leaning. Exactly. Yeah. And there's like a lot of people who like there's like a lot of America loving union guys who are just I normal. I know. They love Trump. I know. And they I, may fall for Biden sometimes if they're real suckers. I mean, I don't know too much about it, but as far as I know, you know, the difference between private un- private sector unions and public sector unions. Oh, yeah. As soon as public sector workers start unionizing, it goes wrong just really quickly. Oh, okay. And I know from – I mean, I was in a private – it's a private organization. Right. You know, all the theaters. But um, I do know from experience that working in a union encourages – I'm not speaking about any union specifically here. Right. But just in generally general. – Union work encourages that type of behavior where, you know, it's called the union pause, where, where you know, you're getting paid by the hour. You end up talking a lot about what you're supposed to get, be getting paid. You, you end up talking a lot about what your rights are. Right. Not too much doing good work just for the sake of doing good work. Right. Just for the sake of, yeah. of doing well. And so, um, you know, nothing against any specific unions, but – yeah. But, um, it's kind of a spoiling effect. Right. Everyone just talks about their wage all day long. That's you know, interesting. What, what are we supposed to be getting paid? What are our rights? Right. And um, encourages a, a lot of... That's not very manly. Com- ...complaining, and they call it the, the union pause. The, the union pause. When, when the huh? boss comes in and says, you know, this is the plan, we're going to do this, and everyone just goes, oh, okay, well, let's just go over here and do this a little bit first. Let's do this. <laughs> let's take our time. We're getting paid by the hour. Wow. So... Um, but as far as my experience in that union and doing that kind of work, yeah, it was stage a, hand it was a time in my in my life where I working with my hands, yeah, that's was cool, very beneficial for, for for me. You know, it felt great to right. work with my hands all day long. I know a lot of people don't like it, especially if they've been doing doing it for years and years and years. Yeah, but yeah, working with my hands at that time for five or six years straight. Yeah, I liked manual labor when I did it. Yeah, I, I, I liked not having to do it too. <laughs> But I, I did. I worked on a stage one time for like a few months yeah. out of a year because my piano teacher, 
like in 05 or so, had a showing of a, of a show called Pilgrim. And I, and I actually, with my orange shorts, show up in like a little news report. Nice. A plug on it. Nice. <laughs> a plug about it on YouTube somewhere. But at the Ricardo Montalban Theater, and I worked with the guy, the st- stagehand guys. I was actually on stage moving this thing that was like on, a, on wheels, spinning this uh, rotating set that was sort of welded and snapped together. Yeah. And it was interesting. It reminded me of like seventh and eighth grade chorus i was in chorus in seventh and eighth grade we would sing and nice. do like scrooge yeah i was on <laughs> stuff stage like that too, yeah <laughs> and uh it was fun but it was also like a lot of work i would get up when it was dark drive out to la drive home late at night go to sleep get up drive back out there yeah that's when i ate my burger with everything on it and i didn't complain and I just choked. I'm like, this is edible. I'm going to eat the Thousand Island, the pickles, the ketchup, mayo, whatever else they put on it. Right. And I, I successfully ate it. Nice. <laughs> the, stage, the stage boss bought, it for all, bought burgers for everybody. Beautiful. Yeah. Mayonnaise and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> pickles. Never do it again, probably, but because yeah. I'm so spoiled. But, but yeah, I, I didn't grow up around a lot of... Uh, I mean, my family was very Irish. Right. Um, Edgewater is the town I'm originally from, and my parents grew up there since they were born, and their parents um, moved there during their life at some point. Yeah. And in 1950s, 60s, Edgewater, it's right on the Hudson across from New York City, right south of the George Washington Bridge there on the river. Uh-huh. And um, 1950s, 60s, there was 2,000 people there, 3,000 people, factory town, huge right. family, huge families, a lot of Italians, Irish. Um, now there's 15,000 people there. It's wow. it's it's a it's a it's a mile and a half long, half a mile wide, um, and like I said, a lot of uh, you know Koreans mostly in North in North Jersey around these around these days. Yeah, but um, that's that 1965 Immigration Act, I think, right? Where they brought in all those people, right? And said, oh, we won't change the racial makeup, and right. surely they did. Because from 1920 to 1950 or 60, they only took. It was proportionate to the amount of people that were already here as far as per ethnicity. Okay. But they only took like 2% of the amount of people that were here per ethnicity, so they were taking the best of the best. Yeah. And uh, 1950s, 60s, that all changed. Man. Uh, I was going to say something. Man, what a shame. Yeah. But as far as— and, the, Well, the, yeah, I remember what, we were gonna, what I was going to say. Um, go ahead with your point. It was, I was going to introduce a whole new thing, so go okay. ahead. So we thought that we had it bad with the Irish and the Italians. <laughs> now we have all these POCs yeah, right. invading. Well, I mean, a lot of Irish and Italian Catholics. Yeah. It's that Catholicism. It's true. <laughs> and then the mobs and the mafia. Yeah, wow. especially in North, North Jersey, you know. Terrible. Sopranos territory. Uh-huh. Man. What was that subject you were going to bring up? Oh, the Irish... Um, Irish are well known for their writing, you know. Okay. J- James Joyce, um, W.B. Yeats, Oscar Wilde, a lot of great Irish writers in the past. Interesting. So I did not so, know that. So they're known for their, you know, command of language. And um, is it creative writing or is it uh, history or or both? They're just like poetry and yeah, wisdom? yeah, poetry and fiction. Okay. And and wisdom and sort of wit. You know, okay. that Irish wit. There's a lot True. of stereotypes about the Irish. Some of them not so good. <laughs> um, as, as the great Joe Biden once said, I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, but, man. Uh, but yeah, so what I was going to say about the writing is that 
you heard the Blarney Stone at at the castle in, in Ireland. You go and kiss the Blarney Stone, and it gives you the, the gift of gab. Okay. I, I, I don't think they're doing it anymore, but uh, I did take a trip to Ireland once um, before COVID. Yeah. <laughs> well, way before COVID. And um, so... Was it pretty? Yeah, it was beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful, you know. Um, just very simple. Simple simple living. Okay. Um, the weather is great. Which Ireland? Is it North Ireland or just Ireland? Yeah, so the the um South Ireland okay. is the North Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland is the um you know, Protestant English type of Ireland. Oh, so it's part of England. Yeah, they still have that big divide. Okay. And um South Ireland is more like traditional Ireland. I don't okay. know too much about that political divide, but it is it is still in existence. And so they say the Irish are immune to psychotherapy. That's, oh, really? That's one of the stereotypes. One of the things out there is that the Irish are immune to the talking cure, psychotherapy. Good for them. Because of their command of language. I've and, heard that. And beca- you, think, ha- you have? I feel like I've heard something like this. Yeah, because they, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a sarcasm necessarily, but it's just a, tight, a way of communicating where they say the op- exact opposite of what they're feeling. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, just a way of their humor is just constant. You, don't, you never know if they're joking or not. Right. Their wit. I might know. have that. <laughs> Right, right. It's a gift. Because there is an Irishman in my family tree, so I might be a little bit Irish myself. You definitely look Irish today, Uh that's for sure. (laughs) Thank you, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. A lot of Scottish look like this, though, I think, I heard. Yeah, no, definitely more. Yeah, you could definitely pull off Scottish as well. Right. um, And I have some English in me and other things. Yep. Nice, man. um, Who knew that they were good at, at beating the psychotherapists? Those are the high IQ unchristian people who push that, right? I mean, the Irish, you know, it might, it might just all, also be them not not uh, knowing themselves very very well, Could not be. being in touch with their own. <laughs> you know. Oh, so they stay mentally ill and they can't get better. Yeah, very um, divorced <laughs> from reality, okay. very separated from their own, uh, you know, psyche. S- saying they stay mentally ill, that's sort of black. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> stay ill. Yeah. Interesting, man. Well, I appreciate it. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Thank you very much. Even though neither of us know anything about St. Patrick. No. (laughs) Do you want to look at St. Patrick? Here's some pictures of him, and then we'll get back to callers. Hang tight, uh, callers. Here's some... uh, I think I have some pictures of him. Let's see here. You might not have that, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Uh... St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so he was not actually Irish, according to CNN, which I already knew that. I heard, anyway. And uh, here he is on stained glass. Thank you again, man. Uh, Preaching to the Druids, I guess. Preaching to the... Oh, here. Just plow through all these. There he is, preaching on stained glass windows, because he's in churches, because he's a patron saint for the Irish. Preaching to the, those are rich-looking kings. Who knew the Irish were well off? To the, I guess he's preaching to the Druids or something. In the Chicago River, they dye it, they dye it green. It's, it looks natural, to be honest. It looks natural. There's St. Patrick uh, with a, that's a very, that's very nice ink drawing. That's cool. 
He was, somebody said that he was Welsh, not Roman British. Here's another one of him holding the three-leaf clover, the, the uh, shamrock thing that's supposed to be for the Trinity. Oh, Lord. But that's probably still better than this being Catholic and all this stuff and the Trinity stuff. There's another one with him looking a little bit more realistic. Oh, fancy. Um, I think this is still better than the Druids because I heard, according to Caesar, one of the Caesars, the Druids were doing sacrifice. They were doing human sacrifices. And sometimes of innocent people. Oh, look at this. Oh, skip. Go, go further down. Okay, so there, you can go to the next one. Uh, you can go just kind of in order. There is a little St. Patrick's Day card from the early 1900s, I think it was. 1907. With a pretty little girl. The, the wearing of the green. And then this one is awful. 18th century illustration of a wicker man, the form of execution that Caesar wrote that the Druids used for human sacrifice. From the Duncan Caesar, Thompson, Draper, and Dodsley edition of Commentaries of Caesar, translated by William Duncan, published 1753. Burning, any relation to Burning Man, asks Nick. Maybe. Who knows? But look, there's like people inside of this tall man thing. And they're setting it on fire. Tall man-shaped cage thing with people inside of it with their arms and legs sticking out of it. Terrible. Horrific. And then what is with these Irish... I didn't tell uh, Sean this. I didn't have the nerve. But the Irish are like the Mexicans of the whites. <laughs> no, I, I would have told them that, but I forgot. Because look at their flag. Doesn't that look like the Mexican flag? I think that's the Irish flag. And this is in Berlin. No, Moscow. Moscow. Is that Germany? Is Moscow Germany? (laughs) Sean says, so true. (laughs) Both hard workers. (laughs) Uh, That's not what I meant. But yeah, that's true too, I guess. They do do some work. So uh, anyway, right on, you guys. Looks like the Indian flag too, says Nick. Looks like a faded Mexican flag because they both drink. Anyway, thank you guys for bearing with me through that. Um, St. Patrick, the patron saint, whatever that means, to to Ireland. He felt called to go back to Ireland. He was a slave. He was captured and kidnapped, allegedly, by Irish pirates. And... Ireland was mostly Druids back then, which Druid, I don't know what it is. It's pagan or something. And he escaped. He was a shepherd slave boy. And then he escaped, and then he felt called by God to go back and preach. And he drove all the snakes off the island of Ireland, according to legend. Nice. Just like Hake lets the snakes stay in the snake pit. Wow, Hake, no, Moscow is not in Germany. Moscow is the capital and largest city of Russia, says Geronimo. That's what I thought. I thought that that's what it was. Oh, man, can you open the door? It's getting hot in here again. Sean, with his habit of the Jesse Lee Peterson show and Joel Friday TV, closes the door, but we leave it open for Hake. Yeah, Moscow, uh, Russia. Russia, Germany, same thing. Communist, capitalist. A communist, Nazi, same thing. No. 
He drove the snakes from Ireland, quote-unquote. But I leave the snakes in the snake pit, and sometimes they call into the show. Speaking of, let me get to John in Kentucky. John in Kentucky, how you doing, man? Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Don't call me a snake, boy. <laughs> don't call me boy. Snake. Hey, man, hey man, we don't celebrate uh, white people's holiday. That's the whitest holiday you're going to get. I thought that St. Patrick was black. Is he? No, I don't know. Okay, then. <laughs> I was, I was going to go into that because I heard something about black Irishmen that's erased from y'all's history books. Haven't we all? But, man, we don't got a lot of time. Yeah, go but ahead. Can you, t- can you tell me your take on First John 5 and 3? Do you, can you recite it from me from, from heart? Paraphrase. Um, yeah. The love of God is to keep his commandments. If you want to show God you love him, you have to keep his commandments. And his commands, are not, that? And his commands are not burdensome. Are not, not grievous. Grievous. KJV, yeah. And King James was black, <laughs> right? Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, you know your history. R- right. I know. I know. You know your history. I know what they say anyway. I don't know if it's written down, but I know the urban legend. <laughs> but look, but, uh, what I'm getting to, yes, what I'm getting to is, you know, I, I believe I'm an Israelite. You don't believe it, but right. do you believe that I believe I'm an Israelite? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I believe that. Why wouldn't I and, believe and the, that you believe that? Yeah, I don't know because I mean that's how the devil is. But um, don't you know that we're the only people? whose history matches up with the Israelites in the Bible, like it matches up. No other people match up with the history. How do you know that? That's why. Because, I mean, I know a little bit about history, and I know a little bit about the Israelites, and I know what they went through, and I know what we went through, and it matches up. It doesn't match up with y'all, the Irish people. How do you know It doesn't match up with Chinese people. Because I I, I know history a little bit. But stuff that's written down, and so... Are you thinking American slave with slavery is the same thing as Egyptian slavery? Yes. Mm-hmm. So America was Egypt, or what are you thinking? What is, what is that in your mind? Similarities. Okay, similarities. so it happened again. So it happened to you yeah, guys man. in Egypt, and it happened again in America. Yes. But that's not doesn't mean it matches up. It just means that that's human nature. But Isn't all it the human? Prophecies. Okay, so like. Uh, um, all the prophecies match up to us. That's all I'm saying. They don't match up to y'all. And they definitely don't match up to those fake Jews over there in Israel right now. And did you know know the Bible's... Because did you know the Bible said uh, when, you know, God comes back and puts uh, Israel back into the homeland that it would be peace on earth. And there's no peace on earth right now. So that's how you know they're the fake Jews. Say that again? Did you know that? Repeat that one more time. He said, God said when he comes back and puts the Jews back in their homeland of Israel, uh-huh. that then there would be peace on earth. If they were the real Jews, then why isn't there peace on earth right now? Because God didn't do it, man did it. Right. There you go. But that doesn't, mean, right. that that doesn't mean that they are or are not the real but, Jews or fake Jews. God is going to put the real Jews back in Israel, and then there's going to be peace on earth. But I think you're jumping... That's why I think World jumping, War Three has to happen, uh-huh. 
And a lot of y'all have to be, you know, what uh, you know what's going to happen. I mean, right, with the world, with the wars. With. Uh, yeah, so, a lot of y'all going to die, so. So, uh, <laughs> I think you're jumping to conclusions about what you're reading. No, I'm not, man. It just makes sense. I tried the Christian thing. That didn't work out. That that just didn't make sense. A lot of people, yeah, it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. And, yeah, it uh, doesn't. It's made up from y'all. But it the same thing with you. <laughs> no. Uh, I believe the Bible to be true. You know the uh, what they what's written about by the Israelites with them falling away and then returning to God and then falling away and returning to God and getting spoiled and then and then trying to be serious and repent. That's human nature. That's that applies to everybody. It's par- that parallel. Anybody can relate to that. All right. So when God told the Israelites to keep His commandments or that He will punish them. Uh huh. Did, did he put y'all into slavery for 400 years? Uh, I don't know. I, I was never make, a slave physically. Did he make y'all serve y'all's enemies in a foreign land? Our land is becoming foreign. That's because it's, it's not really your land. <laughs> you know there's a lot of similarities, but you, you won't um, admit to it because it just makes too much sense for you. It doesn't make too much sense for me. It doesn't make yes, it too does, much sense man. at all. Yes, it does. Hey, no, and the whites are not your enemies. The whites are your best friends. No, the whites are our enemies. How so? Why do you think y'all? Why do you think y'all had us in slavery? That doesn't why make do you us think, your enemy. That makes us just your master. That doesn't make us your enemy. Why do, yeah, that's, your yeah, master right, that's is not enemy. your enemy. Your master is not your enemy. Why do you think we have y'all's last names? Because uh, we made you Christian. That's oppression. That's not oppression. It is oppression. When you take our name, you take our language, and you give us your last name, and, and you make us have to, to go from generation to generation wearing y'all's names, that's oppression. No, it's not. Wear it, wear it with honor. Man, it's it's hey, an honor. Well, look, you know it's gonna, it's, everything's going to happen to y'all that happened to us, right? So y'all going to have our names. That's ridiculous. And you know see, that? all you have is sour grapes and like a malicious, vengeful spirit. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. That's no, going to happen. No, you're all excited about it. It's not just what <laughs> the Bible says. You're not. You're, you're not. Cleave. Uh, you're saying you're not. Pas- you're just saying you're not passionate about this whole Israelite thing. You're not passionate see, at all. I'm passionate about my culture. Jesse see? tried to ask me that the other day. He tried to ask me that. I, I know that's why you said passionate. No, that's not why I said but, passionate. Um, I told you because you're all excited. That means passionate. Excited means same thing. Emotional. Mm, and you're vengeful. Whatever. You're gonna. You're trying to do to the whites what you think hey, was look, done. Man. Was do, hold on, man. You're trying to do to the whites what you think was done to you, but you don't even know what was done to you because you weren't even there. Hey, I know what was done to me because I wear a name that I'm not proud of anymore. And it's gonna happen to you, <laughs> hey. Lord. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen to you, See, but I gotta go, revenge. man. All right, adios, man. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Rick in Ham, Rick in Maine, not Hampton, is on the line. Oops, I hung.